0: get enough of the
1: fan in the morning al and jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show Here we go. it's al jerry's post game podcast
0: oh hi there al duke's here yes it's the post game podcast but with eddie scizari today hi eddie hello podcast people yeah so not only uh, is jerry not here but we're on re- we're on remote Yes. Which is probably means a disastrous post-game podcast. Correct. Right. But I'll let you people decide that. All right. Uh, we're back here in the uh, Mall of America. We should start booking guests for the post-game podcast. Really, like, embrace Radio Row and do what everybody else does.
1: Right. Or you could just flag some rando that's walking by and just get them through security. And, right. Uh, we can do it that way. If
0: All right. right. Now, I don't like generally like to badmouth uh, guests, Right. Uh, by any means. Why uh, would you? Yeah. Although I did yesterday on the podcast, I had to, uh, I had to put uh, Solomon Wilcox on blast because he uh, yes. came up to do his guest spot with a doctor to talk about concussions, which is not a hilarious thing to talk about on a morning show. No,
1: not hilarious and boring.
0: Yes. Um, a couple people had questioned the guest that I had booked today, and, and uh, upon researching, I, I understand their questioning, uh, the, uh, I had booked a former Packers head coach, Mike Sherman. Yes. Uh, and people said, well, uh, why? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure why. And then I realized when there's someone from that was a coach in my like childhood era, or not necessarily childhood, but when I was a huge fan of the NFL, right? Yes. And that person was a coach or player, I'm more intrigued.
1: Of course, yeah, because it means more to you. Yeah. For whatever reason.
0: And for some reason, I thought he had a lengthy NFL coaching career. No. He did not. No. Four years, I believe, with the Packers. Yes. Right?
1: Was that the Lynn Dickey or after yeah. that,
0: before that? I don't know. That was the other thing. When I was talking to him before he came on, I was asking all these questions, and I was incorrect in his era. Mm-hmm. I go, you know, we're in Minnesota. I go, oh, I go, uh, I go. when you were coaching the Packers, I go, um, that must have been when the Vikings were playing outdoors. He goes, no, no, the uh, Metrodome. Oh, all okay. right. Then I go, so- um, <laughs> then I go, Oh, do you ever have to coach against Boomer? He goes, when was his last year? I go, 97. He goes, nope, nope, different uh, time. Okay. All right. right. Mr. Mike Sherman, my bad. Looking for some common ground. Looking (laughs) for a reason that you're here. Right. Then I could go, oh, he coached Boomer. Uh, So that. But other than that, uh, Eddie, uh, I also liked uh, Kareem Hunt, the running back of the uh, yes,
1: I enjoyed his interview very much.
0: And he had some watch on. I don't know if you were able to see I, it.
1: I was not. After Greg brought it up, I yeah. was trying to maybe sneak a peek and just to see how extravagant it was but I was unable to do
0: that. Tremendous something. watch. A uh, gold, diamond encrusted. And he was a guy that coming in here into the Mall of America he was like the first guy that I've seen that was like the Pied Piper with autograph people. Okay. Young guys, older guys, uh, following him, getting things signed as he walked to come to the appearance here.
1: But we had T.O. on prior to him, yes? We
0: had T.O. on and prior was to him. he
1: not also Pied Piper-ish, or was it—
0: No, those are his people.
1: Okay, but the, and was the public allowed in
0: at that time or not? I don't know what time they're allowed in. Okay. Uh, but, but Kareem Hunt was signing for everybody. He was taking selfies with— uh,
1: Well, that's, you know, very nice. Even
0: uh, the stranger-looking folks—
1: And there are a few.
0: A handful. Sure. A handful of them. Yep. I was also brought up on the show today, uh, Greg Giannotti brought up, that uh, you adopt the accent of the town or region where you are. Yeah,
1: I'm sort of an accent chameleon. And not on purpose. Not on purpose. If you've ever seen the old Woody Allen movie, Zelig, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that, but just with accents.
0: So what, what was the Woody Allen Zelic? He became a chameleon. Like,
1: it, visually, he would physically transform into, say, an Orthodox Jew if okay. he was with Orthodox Jews. <laughs> or into, you know, a, a Southerner if he was with, you know, sort of like that. He what was a, a human chameleon.
0: What a superpower that would be. That is, uh,
1: what a way to survive. Yeah. And to blend in and to just uh, have nobody want to shoot you in the head.
0: Yeah, and I did notice it uh, at uh, both lunch and dinner yesterday in your communication with the waiters and waitresses. Yes,
1: yeah. I don't know, even know why it happens. It's you know, perhaps my my parents spoke with two different accents, so I had really no accent. Right. And so I, maybe it's just easier for me to swing in and out of it. Just pick one, and uh, where, whatever area you're in, go with that right. one. Right. And it doesn't take long for me to pick up on it, it's really a subconscious situation.
0: All right. Fair enough. Uh, you saw the other day, Eddie, that Blake Griffin was traded to the Detroit Pistons. I did. So someone on Twitter hit up Lolo Jones. Okay. She's like an Olympian of some sort. All right. And I thought she dated uh, Tim Tebow. For a little while, or they were friends or something. Uh, Okay, this is something that I am totally not familiar with. Take my word for it. But
1: I know the name's Tim Tebow. You've heard of him. I have. I'm aware that Blake Griffin exists. But Lolo Jones,
0: not on your radar. Not so much, no. If I recall, she was dating or went out on dates with uh, Tim Tebow because they are both kind of virginal in their approach to dating right okay so blake griffin gets traded he's in the news a writer tweets at lolo jones didn't you didn't you uh go on dates with blake uh, griffin and she wrote no she said i went on one date worst date ever bad kisser wow first of all if she's so virginal what is she doing why is kissing she, uh, on the kissing? first date
1: you know, um, unless she's sort of an à la carte virginal, so how so? Kind of work, Well, I'll do this, and I because I say so that now this is acceptable right. as virginal, right? Even though some other people don't, so it's just à la carte and BS, right.
0: just like uh, most things. Like I do not have
1: premarital sex, but I will right. do
0: some of these other R- items. Right. But
1: I'll have uh, premarital. Uh,
0: well, kind of exactly. Well, there we go. righty, hi. I wasn't expecting that. Okay. We're on Radio Row here, folks. I yes. now have a large group of people staring we, at you. But we don't have a uh, speaker. Oh. we out there? I have no. That's idea. just me staring at you, okay. wondering what you're doing. All right. All right. Let me give you this one, Eddie. you have a couple of sports takes uh, uh, since I didn't get to do the warm up today.
1: Yeah, but usually you come with some like sort of more like you know stories about dogs or yes, aliens.
0: I do not so much today. Not today because my, my my usual up uh, prepping for the. Podcast is different on location. I see. I Although there aware. there are a lot of dogs here that are bomb sniffing the, dogs. There are many. Uh, I don't know what else they could be sniffing for. Uh, pr-
1: drugs, but I would think this week it's more. They they brought the bomb dogs, not the
0: drug dogs. But a, a variety of breeds. Correct. They're putting. It used to be just German shepherds worked. Yes. Uh, then you had Roscoe, the bedbug sniffing dog. He got a job. Mm-hmm. He's on commercials here. There are various breeds. Oh, I've seen even mixed breeds. I've seen German pointers. I've mixed seen, breeds, yes. German pointers. See, if you, you walk by, you pointed at you. I'd be like, oh, that guy. <laughs> he's pointing at the cops. The, yes. I mean, the cops. The, he's pointing at a guy that the cops now must go speak to. Exactly. Uh, here's one for you, Eddie. Uh, Brett Favre. Okay. He's going to be giving the rally speech to the Eagles on Saturday evening. The old gunslinger is back. Um, why? He seems like a fiery guy. He, yeah, he does. But he was never like an underdog guy. Um, no. Like, those Packer teams were always favored.
1: Yeah, well, they had like some years where they kept losing to like the Niners or something like right. that. I forget. You're right. But then they made it over the hump and like, you know, no, he, he himself, especially, not an underdog. Just like, I'm going to go out there and. Shoot, uh, slinging around, he's and a like,
0: sling, the gunslinger, yeah, Eddie. That's yeah, slinging for sure. So he's going to give the big uh, speech on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Although Jerry's brought this up a number of times, if I get pumped up from the Brett Favre speech Saturday night, I'm now waiting 24 hours. Yeah, the j-
1: adrenaline that you got from his speech. Yeah. Totally gone. You know, you got to do that like as right before you're about to charge up the hill with yes. a bayonet and machine guns. Yes, and go kill somebody. You got to do it right then.
0: Yes, let's get Brett Favre out there Sunday night. Right, or get, like
1: it, like to talk to him like after the kickoff, he goes into the offensive huddle right. and fires him up right then. They go right out there. Right, that, that's how you do it.
0: Yeah, could you imagine Brett Favre just running into their uh, huddle? pumping up nick Foles? yeah
1: sure i mean but if you want to actually get the full benefit of of such a speech that's what you got to do
0: now normally one of these teams will hire rick flair to do it yes uh, and at this point he's yeah i don't know that he can fire up a uh, yes especially current players would but, be like who the hell is this but, guy but he has not died Remember, he was close, or so it. Was Rick Flair, sad. yeah. Oh no, he came strong back. He
1: came strong, strong, strong. So you know, he he also now has beaten many
0: wrestlers, and now mm-hmm. has beaten Death temporarily. Has beaten Death uh, temporarily. Well, we, we Death will always uh, win the final pinfall. Yes, in life, but not yet. Not yet. Flair kicked out of that one. That's right. Then I see someone caught up with Rodney Harrison, former. Patriot, Yes. Broadcaster now. Member of the NBC
1: crew. Yes. yes. Sunday Night Football.
0: With, with Mr. Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy. Excellent guest from today. Good guest for today. So they they were asking him about Bill Belichick and will he retire and is there. They were asking about that Belichick versus Brady's trainer versus Robert Kraft and all that stuff. Right. And he said that he doesn't think Belichick's going to retire. He's waiting for his sons who work in the organization mm-hmm. to become entrenched.
1: Okay, so it's a, sort of a, a nepotism yeah. plus one. Not and I was only like, is he going to get him a job, yeah. he's going to make it so they have to be the heir apparent right. somehow. Right, in something.
0: I don't, I don't oh. think they're coaches, like a head coaching material.
1: Well, and, but what, how old is the oldest? I don't you know? know. I didn't Google it. You did not Google
0: it. Because I stopped at that part thinking, if we all could have only had our fathers entrench us. Yeah. In such jobs that we didn't have to really work on our own? Well, yeah, I guess. But, like, if my dad, like,
1: you know, he would have uh, entrenched me in the United States gypsum company. And right. And he would have been in, uh, entrenched in Delta Airlines, uh, you know, working at Newark Airport. Right. And, and, but instead, we're here. Entrenched. Like, actually doing a podcast. Right. And it's uh, it's kind of I think cooler
0: my dad did try uh when i things weren't going well at middlesex county college yes my first year
1: sit in the parking lot and listen to the howard stern show correct
0: and you're not going to get good grades doing that my dad uh, tried to entrench me in united airways he brought home uh, an application for me how'd that go he said what are we doing and then um i was like all right give me give me one more chance Mm-hmm. Uh, then I went to Kane College at the time. Uh, right away, next semester? Next semester. And buckled down? Then I buckled down. But he threatened me with entrenchment in U.S. Airways. Or uh, Airwa- yeah, Airways. Yeah, I think it was. I don't know. Are they still
1: around? They're not around. With somebody? They're
0: gone. I would have been Goodbye. on the street. Exactly. Goodbye. Let's see if I have one more for you sure, here, why Eddie. why not? We're in no rush. Not at all. Uh, well,
1: Actually, I don't know. The TV people, all right, TV people are in a rush. Let's it's just like, what are you doing? back at the studio. Yeah, like, oh, like Jesus go. Christ, it's 10 F right. 30. Bobby wants
0: to edit this and exactly. get shipped off. Get hell out. All right. This is so boring. Let's go. Right. Fair enough. Uh, police in Philadelphia, Eddie, yes. will not be greasing the street poles as they did uh, for the Minnesota game. Okay. You know, they were worried that, uh, you know, when teams win... You're supposed to ride in the streets? Yeah,
1: set cars on fire, throw Molotov cocktails, perhaps kill someone inadvertently, Mm -hmm. but they still die. Throw rocks. Part of the thing. It's like a ritual.
0: A ritual. So the police in Philadelphia didn't want them climbing up the the street poles. Correct. So they put Crisco oil on them. Okay. And somehow the Philadelphia people were still able to go up the the poles. Okay. So the police said... uh, In preparation for the Super Bowl Sunday, that they're not going to grease the poles, but they have a secondary uh, tactic in place for not having them climb the poles. But they will not release what that is. Perhaps they are going to superheat them with a particle beam. <laughs> so if they
1: touch it, they get burned to that death. That would be
0: awesome. That would be awesome. Or electrify the poles. Oh, 100%. Uh, 65 Eagles fans were electrocuted in downtown Philadelphia as yeah. they tried
1: to climb poles. That would be freaking awesome. Yeah.
0: All right, Eddie, that's the uh,
1: post game podcast. Yeah, I feel like I, you know, it was kind of off today and didn't bring it to This for podcast? Well, yeah, but I think you're right. We're all, our cheese is moved all over the yep. place
0: there's ambient noise ambient noise which i don't like exactly all right uh no warm-up so i normally throw it to the warm-up but uh, uh but there was no warm up because we had snow here locally we had snow here and boomer had a a, a, a slower time yes, getting he here did. and we had
1: to make the call
0: because he has to record sports minutes right
1: so actually so less editing no piecing together so that's got a it. little bit of a benefit you're welcome
0: mm-hmm. okay see you no.